coming to you live from whatever podcast you're currently listening to. It's your boy Jay West with my co-host Mac East from the We Get Dub podcast. What up, nerds? It's me, Mac East, and we got a badass anime podcast for you. We got hot sauce, we got hot takes, we got booze and banter. And you can listen to us on all major platforms. The We Get Dub podcast hits harder than a Goku gut punch. <laughs> Four nerds by nerds production. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. Josh and Q here, coming back at you to do a lot of fun stuff today. We're going to be covering some news, do a little bit of the Be Kind Rewind, and then we'll be joined by Hop Geeks News to review Godzilla vs. Kong. I already pre-recorded that part, so we will dive right into the Be Kind Rewind. This week's episode is sponsored by the Geek Peak Podcast. They've been on this show a few times. I love those guys. Uh, If you're not listening to them, if you like us, you'll definitely love them. So here is a clip from their show. Chris, go first. I know you're picking. I know what Chris is doing already. There's nothing on earth that could make me not pick Batman Beyond. Futuristic Batman is so dope. I don't know how else to say it. it. I'm not. He's I'm not amazing. He's super cool. And I think Batman the Animated Series is I'm not so, so cool, but I just, I'm going with Batman Beyond. So Chris is, and I'm going with the animated Chris series. Chris is Batman Beyond. Brand is the animated series. Chris, remember whenever you knocked out Spider Man, and I told you, oh no, and I told you you were gonna rue the day that you knocked Spider Man out. I can't um, believe you're yeah. gonna kill Batman Beyond because Spider Man fell. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember who you picked over Spider Man. No courage. Oh yeah, the fact that you picked. Yeah, I told you you would rue the day, and. <laughs> The day has come, my friend. I am picking no! Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see it. Trent. Love Trent, to see it. This will never be forgotten. Also, just to be fair, as soon as I realized Batman and Batman Beyond were going up against each other, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck Chris on this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Okay, well, all I'm going to say is Futuristic Bane is one of the most badass villains of all time, so... Fair enough. <laughs> it's true. You're not wrong. All right. Now we have Angry Beavers and Hey Arnold. Dude, the fact that Angry is Beavers is still up there. I know. <laughs> Angry Beavers has been running. Angry Beavers could potentially out survive Teen Titans makes me upset. I'm picking I'm picking <laughs> Hey Arnold. It's all head. Yep. Okay. All right, yeah, definitely go check them out. Rate, review, and subscribe, and uh, follow them on Twitter. They're they're very funny, and uh, they're always putting out great content. As far as the rewind this week, I have been watching a lot of things. I watched the series finale of Superstore, which I love. I love Superstore. I'm sad it's over. You ever seen Superstore, Quincy? 
No, I haven't always wanted to, but I just never had the chance to dive into it. Yeah, you probably like it is. Re- it's really funny and it like stays funny. There's no like down season or anything. It's it's all yeah really good stuff. I'm pretty sad it's over with. Other than that, I watched the special event for Law and Order SVU where Christopher Maloney finally rejoined the cast. Really? How was that? It was really good. It was extremely well written. It was very uh, very tense. It wasn't like a uh, oh we're just so happy you're back. It was really like you disappeared 10 years ago and didn't fucking tell any of us like you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love law and order. I grew up uh, with law and order. And um, to this day, even occasionally I'll turn it on to rewatch the old episodes. There's so many episodes. So it's uh, unless you know exactly what's going on in the story, you can just pick up on any episode and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's been going on for 22 years. It's crazy. <laughs> Think of that. But that also kicks off his he he is getting his own new Law and Order series, uh, really? Law and Order Organized Crime, which started that same night. But I haven't watched that episode yet, so I'm interested in uh, watching that. Other than that, what did I see? I I have Psycho Gorman. I still need to watch that. I'm very excited to to watch it. I think mm-hmm. I might watch it tonight, and then sometime maybe we'll do a commentary on it because it looks really good. Have you have you heard anything about that? No. What what is that about? It's uh. It it's not, I don't know if it's a horror movie. It is going to be on Shutter. I had signed up for Shutter because I heard it was on there, but it's not on there yet. Um, but it's like a, an alien comes to Earth to destroy the world, but then this little girl finds a crystal that makes him do whatever she says. Mm-hmm. So then she just has this like killer alien like pet, basically. Yeah. Um. So it's like a horror movie mixed with like Power Rangers. Oh, nice. Okay, that could be interesting. Yeah, it looks amazing. So I got to watch it. <laughs> what have you been watching this week? Um, I've been watching some anime. Dr. Stone has been releasing some new episodes. Um, for those that don't know, Dr. Stone is about a student who gets pretty much carbonated and sent into the future. So all technology and all modern advances that uh, the world has created has now become essentially useless. It's all gone because it's something like 2,000, 3,000 years in the future. And essentially, he's trying to rebuild civilization from scratch. And he's a super smart kid. Um, so he figured out a way to revive some of the other people in the world that got carbonated with him. And uh, it's nice to see that he's actually using real science to uh, bring back the change in the world. So it's, uh, it has a nice little conflict where uh, he accidentally brings back a bad guy. And that bad guy feels like, oh, I don't think the world should turn back to the way it used to be this is going to be a different stone age it's going to be a different world we don't need to bring back all the rich people let's bring back only the people good to society so it's definitely an interesting show and uh they're they're releasing a bunch of new episodes they're on season two so i'm diving right back into that nice yeah it's a very good show i am also watching that time i got reincarnated as a slime (laughs) it's a very good very good anime that's so that show essentially the guy he's walking down the street and he's talking to his friends and next you know a random guy comes running down the street and stabs him and he winds up dying and like his dying wish to his best friend is that oh you know make sure you throw my computer in the water and destroy it because i don't want anyone looking at the stuff i was looking at and i'm like dude yo me too (laughs) but uh you know while he's dying he's thinking of stuff and then 
he's thinking of like different stuff going on in his life. And then it's like a computer is analyzing all that data and it's transforming that data into a creature, which happens to be a slime. So he has all these badass abilities and now he's in this new slime world and there's other monsters and creatures and it's an awesome anime. You just got to give it a chance, but uh, that's also on season two. So I'm enjoying that as well. Yeah. If you think it sounds weird, people, it's anime. Yeah, so. It's anime. So, you know, your imagination could go anywhere with it, but uh, I'm definitely enjoying that. Oh, and I also watched a couple of movies um, this past weekend. I dove back into watching uh, Prometheus. Oh, God. Why would you do that? Uh, listen, I, I'm becoming very obsessed with the Alien series. Um, I'm just something about it lately. I'm just so obsessed with it, you know, and I was like, oh, I saw this movie about two or three months ago. Let me watch it again. And I don't know. I I enjoyed it for some reason. Um Ugh. I don't know, like, and, and that, you know me, I, I'm obsessed with, I'm not obsessed anymore, but I'm obsessed with the younger Singorian Weaver. I'm, she, I don't know, she was beautiful when she was so young, <laughs> and uh, I was born in the wrong timeline, you know, I should have been, <laughs> I should have been young back then, running into <laughs> her, falling in love with her, but uh, not her recently aged self, that's not for me. Oh, and I also watched some Ready Player One. Oh, yeah? I still haven't um, You haven't seen it? No, I got to admit, we could do a review on it. We could do a, a commentary on it after, but it's uh, it's really good. I can't complain. Um, written very well. You know, I just want to give you a little snippet of it. It's kind of just like uh, what's it called? Um, kind of like a Willy Wonka kind of thing going on. You know, um, yeah, I know the premise and everything. I just yeah. So it's but it is written very well. I can't complain, and I I love what they did with it. Um. Definitely, definitely check it out. I believe it's on. I think it is on HBO Max. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Is it? I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I. Uh, I haven't really dived I, into the catalog on there to see what what they got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I watched it at. Um, only because my roommate put it on. I'm like, you know what? Let me just watch this. And um, no complaints. No complaints. I'm kind of upset that I waited this long to watch it. Actually, so. Yeah, did you uh, watch, uh, Alita Battle Angel? I did. I yeah, did. That, that all the clips I've seen from that look, make it look really good. And apparently, now that's good, but the, the you know the ending is um it's just it's really it has a cliff cliffhanger ending um because essentially the story is supposed to continue. Why they didn't continue that story yet, I don't know. But you're supposed to have a continuation of that story, like it's the beginning journey of her story. I think it might because. So. People, it, people have really been pushing for it online, and it got like a re-release in theaters not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, they definitely need to capitalize on that because people are waiting for that. I mean, you know that, and then they could do. Um, I would love to see them, you know, do something totally separate. I would love to see them do something with Blade Runner or just expand on that, or even like the new, you know, Cyberpunk game. I would love to see that as a live-action movie or you know, partially animated movie. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. All right, let's uh let's dive into some news, shall we? Warner Brothers has canceled the New Gods movie. They had they had one scheduled there for a while, but uh, since Zack Snyder used Darkseid in in the Snyder cut, they're kind of like we don't want anyone to have hopes that it'll be like that, so <laughs> we're just gonna cancel it all together. 
which is it's fine because I'm sure they would have just fucked that up anyways. Yeah, right. Have you have we discussed the live action Powerpuff Girls show that's going to be on CW? I didn't know that was a thing, really. Yeah, it's getting like the Riverdale Vampire Diaries treatment on the CW. Wow. When they have now cast uh, Donald Faison from Scrub mm-hmm. as Professor Utonium, the Power <laughs> Girl's dad. Yeah. Which makes zero sense why they would do that. I don't we don't need a teen drama of the Powerpuff Girls. Well, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. I think they're running out of ideas. I think that's the whole thing. Um, you know, Hollywood and TV in general. That's why they're rehashing everything. It's just they're out of ideas. No more creative people on the teams. Yeah. We got a lot of uh a lot of trailers this week, which we'll be doing some trailer reviews on Friday for. Uh we got <laughs> Space Jam 2. And the internet couldn't be more pissed about it. We watched That's it. Right. It is uh it is bad. Yikes. We got a on April Fool's, but it wasn't an April Fool's Day joke. Uh James Gunn put out a second trailer for the Suicide Squad, which still looks good. I think that that looks really good. And I'm I'm actually pretty pumped for that. What are you what did you watch that? Have you seen either one of the trailers? No, I haven't seen it, no. Oh really? Looks looks really good. The other day we also got a new Black Widow trailer. Which I mean, that movie already looked really great, and this it makes it look even better. So, can't wait. I'm for- excited for it. You know, I'm very excited for. It. I think that sh- that will work out very nice. Um, for uh, Black Widow, that should be good. Yeah, I can't wait for July because it's definitely gonna be great. Um, what else? What else happened in the last week? Last week, uh, Mortal Kombat's release date got pushed back by a week. Yep. People are very angry because it's definitely. The fine folks at HBO Max going, we need people to be forced to re-up their subscription. So we got to, like, they didn't time any of this out right. So that's why, like, Godzilla and Kong was pushed back a week. That's why Mortal Kombat's now pushed back a week. Uh, Something else that's coming out a month or two from now, they pushed back a week already being like, oh, yeah, we got to, we got to line these up right. So if your subscription ends, you got to, you got to sign up again. Which I mean, it's it's a business. It makes sense. It is it is what it is, really. Uh, what else? Zack Snyder was interviewed, and he gave us a little more insight on the the details of how his interactions with Warner Brothers went while making the Snyder cut and the reason behind some choices he made. Um, specifically, he used Martian Manhunter because he wanted to use John Stewart Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers was like, no, we're we're gonna be using that. And he was just like, when? Like, you're not you're not doing anything. Like, just let me like I already cast who I want to play it. Like, just let me make this. And they're just like they wouldn't budge on it. So uh because ori- uh originally he wanted Martian Manor like in the whole movie. Yeah. They were like, No, it's a stupid character. We don't want him in there. Hmm. So once they turned down Green Lantern for the Snyder cut, he was like, well, then I'm putting Martian Manhunter in it. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. the compromise here. Like you didn't ha- let me have him originally. Like I'm taking him now. So deal with it. Um, let's see. Lastly in news, Godzilla versus Kong came out last week and has made $300 million worldwide, which is the highest amount of money a movie has made since last year when the, when the lockdown started. So, 
very impressed with that. Uh, Quincy, um, you watched the movie. What did what did you think? Non spoiler wise, just general thoughts. Um, just as always, you know, less humans, more monsters. Um, had plenty of monster battles, but essentially the humans in the movie are completely useless. They're very um boring. You don't care about them, and they're very bland. There, there wasn't really any acting involved. It's just, I'm here, record me, here's my scene, I'm going home kind of deal, um, which I'm very disappointed about. I think they could have added a lot more to the film, but you, you want a monster movie? This is a monster movie. You get the battle, you get the action, but uh, don't expect anything from the actual characters in the movie. Yeah. What about uh, grade-wise? What would you give it out of 10? Um, out of 10, I would say I'm going to have to give it a seven. Yeah. Just a solid seven. Um, only because, you know, the, like I said, there wasn't really any dialogue to the actual film and that what makes it go down. You, you do want to see more of the monster stuff, but even the way some of that was even um, put together is kind of mushy. It's kind of like the film knows that, yeah, we, we want to see monster battles, but the way they went about it and the way they rushed to it doesn't work for me. Yeah. What about uh, ranked compared to the rest of the movies in the MonsterVerse? <clears throat> Do you think any of the other ones were better? I really enjoyed Godzilla King of the Monsters. I think I enjoyed that more than this one. Yeah. Um, only because you saw a variety of different monsters involved. So I wish in this film we had more monsters obviously it's kong versus godzilla but i wish there was more to that i guess um or at least i wanted to see the effects of hey it's not just kong versus godzilla these other monsters over there are duking it out somewhere else and that leads into a different story and expands on the universe but um i get it at the end of uh king of monsters godzilla made it clear you know i'm essentially going to uh regulate how things go with the other monsters but at the same time i did enjoy the respect godzilla and kong had for each other so all right well here is our review of the movie with our friends from hop geek news all right folks this is our most anticipated movie of the year it was number one on our most anticipated movies of 2021 video that we made on youtube it is now time for our godzilla versus kong review and this is such a big scale of a movie that I couldn't possibly do this by myself. So joining me today to talk about this epic film are Lauren and Matt from Hops Geeks News. Hello, how are we doing today? Hey, happy to be here, man. I uh, yeah. This is definitely one of those podcasts I've been dying to get on or just chat with you in general just because I thoroughly enjoy listening to the commentaries and it's it's a great show. Oh. Thank you. Well, I'm so happy you're here. I've been I've been wanting to have you guys on for a long, long time. So I'm glad this worked out like this. And uh, we got a good movie, man. Uh, I actually got to see this in theater, so I am stoked to talk about this film. It's probably our anticipated one of the year. Very close to Mortal Kombat, of course. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, I was in line at Subway the other day, and the the sandwich maker was uh, telling some uh, the customer in front of me about Mortal Kombat who had no idea they were even making a new Mortal Kombat movie. 
And uh, he oh kept gosh, going on. Everywhere. Of, yeah, he kept going on about the release date being the 16th, and I didn't have the heart to tell him that it was pushed a week to the 20th. Just, <laughs> you're, you're standing there in line, and you're like really trying not to just belt out, it got pushed back a week. Come on, man. But then you also don't want to crush his soul. I need like well, business of cards to be like, here, listen yeah. to my podcast. You will be up to date on all this. <laughs> You will absolutely find out that it is not coming out that day, but you don't worry. We will pick your spirits up with some fantastic, <laughs> fantastic stuff going on. I've had friends actually be like, oh, did you hear this about Black Widow or this or that? And I'm like, well, if you listen to Hop's Geek News, you would have known that weeks ago. So, yeah. so I do. Have that I? Well, of, of course, course I have. have. We reported it. I uh, changed my profile picture on Facebook the other day, and I was wearing one of our T-shirts. And my dad commented, oh, you have merch now? And I'm like, yeah, it's been about six months. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for Dad, you know, has, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Thanks for noticing me. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, so the way this will work, for all you out there, um, it'll be similar to our Justice League review. We'll do non-spoilers first. We'll just talk generally about our thoughts and feelings and uh, how good we thought the movie was or bad. And then we will very clearly state that we are getting into spoilers, and we will dive right in and talk about all of the epicness that was in this movie um but yeah let's uh lauren let's start with you what were your just general thoughts about the movie how did you how did you find it um i did enjoy it i didn't uh love it i think as much as matt did um i thought it was good the overall ending and how it all played out i did not see that coming going into it but there were things while watching it it was like oh well this is about to happen oh well this is about to happen so it was always kind of you could see the direction they were going. So it was nothing like out of the blue that kind of took me by surprise. And I felt like, and I know you agree with me on this one, the Millie character almost seemed unnecessary in this movie. Yeah. She was great in the last movie and she pushed the plot along well in the last one, but she didn't really seem needed in, in this one so much, but I mean, I did enjoy it. I thought it was good. Um, the effects I thought were great, especially, you know, you've seen these Godzilla movies transform over literally the past century is amazing. Um, and the, Fight scenes are great. I mean, this isn't spoiling anything. When Kong takes that right hook at Godzilla, that's an awesome shot. He just boom. Um, but I just I felt like some of the stuff was a little bit too predictable. Lauren hates fun, just so we're all clear. <laughs> like Lauren does not enjoy fun. She does not enjoy anything that is good in this world. So He's of course mad. she I don't just like thought Batman it was all Superman. right. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't like Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That is a Can't fact. Have anything nice on our podcast because Lauren is there to tear us down. <laughs> hey, I just did a wrestling episode with you. All you're right. right. You're right. I, I'm too hard on her. <laughs> Nothing no. wrong you're with right. that. <laughs> uh, speaking of wrestling, a lot of the fights in this movie seemed very pro wrestling to me, especially when they got into the city. The way they were like, oh, yeah. It was like one arm on the shoulder, one arm on the head, like <laughs> smashing each other's heads in the buildings like, like they were smashing them into like steel. Uh, to steal steps and stuff like that yeah. like turnbuckles or the way that like kong you know is leaping off of buildings or something it's like he's coming off the top rope at certain times and <laughs> yeah, he's dropping that you, it really does they have even that, that fall into it. buildings and like throw themselves back in yeah they're just like bouncing off buildings like oh man it was it was glorious though it, it really was and the movie i thought was pretty good i loved it a lot I, I went in there like, well, who doesn't love monsters just beating the shit out of each other, kind of? <laughs> and uh, I did feel some of the characters were definitely unnecessary. And if you go into these movies just expecting deep 
plots from humans, then you're going in them kind of all wrong plots as well. Like there's, there's, you know, no reason to really care about the human characters, but it was a really fun movie. It flew by. I didn't realize that it was almost two hours. It felt like it had just started when it ended. And I saw it in theaters too, which maybe that amplified a little bit how I felt because this was mm -hmm. the first movie I had actually sat down and seen since 1917, <laughs> the day it came out. So it's, it had been a while and it was, it was fantastic. I had a lot of fun with the movie. Yeah. I do wonder if that did take away from the movie for me. I didn't hate it at all, but I did not get to see it in theaters like I had planned. And I feel like it was a, like a missed opportunity because even just like for like sound and everything else, like it would be a lot more epic uh, sound effects wise and everything yeah. like that. And just seeing these, these things are supposed to be enormous and I'm watching it on, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm watching it on a big TV, but it's not a, it's not a movie screen. Well, it's, it's a big TV, but it's not like two stories worth of TV <laughs> yeah. with like, like earth chair shattering, you know, Dolby surround sound that every time there's a punch thrown that the whole shakes and things of that right. nature. Yeah. You're not immersed in the movie like you normally would be. And I, yeah. have, I have heard a lot of people complain about the human characters in this movie, and I feel like that this movie did it a lot better than all of the other ones. So I, I'm very shocked yeah. that people were complaining as much about this one because in the movie moves along at such a pace, and they actually have like a point to be on screen. Like the entire Kong team right. is on screen because they are transporting Kong. They are, they are taking care of Kong. There are literally characters that are like attached to Kong and Millie Bobby Brown's character and her friend are trying to figure out what conspiracy is happening that is affecting Godzilla. Like in the other, all the other ones, it was just like, there is massive monster fights happening right now. And somehow human beings are on their, on the ground right near their feet where they have no business being. Just to kind of have a, a human character involved, and it was very unnecessary. I felt like the, they found like the neutral ground finally with this one, unlike with the rest of them. Yeah, I, I guess uh, first of all, like the Kong team, I 100% had no problems with them. The whole reason why they were there, it actually made it did make a lot of sense, and they actually added something to the movie. I guess my only complaints, and we'll get into it when we talk spoilers, would just be the ease that Millie Bobby Brown's team just kind of moved around from place to place for almost convenience at certain times. Yes. And then Ron Livingston's character was just there just for continuity purposes. Almost You're doing it, it like again. Too, You're so. doing yeah. it again. It is not Ron Livingston. That is Kyler. Chandler. Oh, did I do it again? Why do I think <laughs> oh, he's Ron uh, Livingston? Kyle Chandler. Kyle oh Chandler. my God. It's Kyle. Why do I think he's Ron Livingston? Why is he Ron Livingston? Because we were talking about head? him because he's the new Flash dad and we got confused. They all look alike. <laughs> why is he? I don't understand why he's. Yeah. Oh my God. They do look Yeah, it's similar. Kyle Chandler. Uh, but yeah, it's people. funny because he was in the 2005 Kong and that's not connected to these at all. But I, I thought the same thing that those characters were solely in this to connect the movies. Yeah. So that people knew that they were sequels, even though they weren't really relevant at all. Yeah. Especially I did. Kyler Chandler's character. Like he was a big part of King of the Monsters and they made it seem like he was going to mm -hmm. be a big part of this. He barely in this movie. He got... Right. Uh, he got what's his oh my gosh why am i blanking on his name all of a sudden in the first movie you know from breaking bad oh my oh, god i can't believe uh, ryan cranston 
Brian, oh, yeah, he got yeah, Brian yeah. Cranston in this movie because you thought Brian Cranston was going to be a really big part of Godzilla 2014, and then 30 minutes in, spoiler alert, he is not in the rest of the movie. Yeah, so it's like Drew Barrymore in Scream. She's on like yeah. all the personal stuff, and then she's murdered within five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> right. You I, haven't I seen that one yet. I'm sorry, I spoiled it. Yeah, but oh, that movie I enjoyed really the well. podcast here. The, it was funny that they threw a little podcast action in there. Shout out to all of us small yeah. conspiracy yeah. indie theme <laughs> podcasts because they did throw us a bone in that movie yep. yeah <laughs> i like when he meets the, meets the guy this is really spoiler he's like i would love for you to be on my podcast it's like time and place dude time and my place. wife looked at me and she was like this is literally all of you guys and i was like yeah you're probably right <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah so that i mean that's good enough so yeah let's uh let's dive into spoilers for the rest of this so we are talking spoilers if you have not watched this movie and you are somehow Vacate. still listening to this shut it off <laughs> Go uh, away. Don't don't yell at this poor man because you're still listening yeah. and you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I yell back. Don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> I yell back. So, spoilers. I did not see... I guess I probably should have expected it, but the fact that Kong was in his own little Truman Show action... I, I said that too. Uh, yeah, yes. I did not. Yeah, I did not see that coming at all. And there were a lot of I things just, like that that this movie... I. I think it it does better than the old other movies because there was so much like dialogue and yeah and everything to explain literally everything in the last few movies they they pretty much explain nothing in this movie they're just like these things yeah. are happening just it's here we're doing it we're moving on like we're not going to explain how well, we the- got through the storm or how we found kong and skull island like we're, we just we set up a base well, here and we've trapped him here to keep him safe it makes right, sense from because- Godzilla, but where are the other monsters that were at the end of King of the Monsters? They just bowed down, so Godzilla's like, "Have a nice day," and we don't see them at all. Yeah, I don't know if they like retreated to the Hollow Earth. The hollow, because his I, the his theory, Alexander Skarsgård's theory, is that the Hollow Earth is like the home of all, like, what are they called, right. Titans in this universe? Yeah. Um, so that. Maybe, yeah, maybe they go there, but it looked pretty barren once Kong went down there. Well, you did see some monsters. There were some running around there, but like for the most little. part, you're right. It was pretty barren, but who knows how the scale, how big this really is, because it just looks like you kind of do see a part where they show Hollow Earth, and it just looks like a little... Where the there's like the candies where there's like hard candy encased in like the the chocolate egg or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah, That's kind of yes. what it made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe... Yeah, I would like to think in my head they're down there in Hollow Earth, and maybe if they do sequels, there'll be some more expansion upon there. Maybe we'll see some more Titans coming out of there. I was kind of like at least like a mention. I was very confused by certain things in the Hollow Earth because it looks beautiful and everything, but there are like statues and steps and everything else, and it's like, were there people here? They don't say anything <laughs> about their head being. Is this people where here. the Aztecs disappeared to? Yeah, that didn't. There you go. <laughs> And that that it, scene where they actually enter the Hollow Earth, that was, it was a like little, Tron. It was a, yeah, that was a little weird. Like they treated it like they were going through a vortex to another dimension. It's like you're just going through a mm-hmm. hole in the right. ground. Like what? What the fuck was that? Because that wasn't even what they were talking about. Like that wasn't even where gravity shifted. There just happened no. to be this like right. crazy Willy Wonka tunnel in the middle of this for no reason. <laughs> and they just like shoot right <laughs> they down have been in playing there. The yeah. music. That would have been cool. <laughs> but like I, I will say that 
the thing that also kind of confused me is when they do land on hollow earth, they just, Oh, we're going to pop the back and hop out. And it's like, now hold on a second. Y'all, I know there's like a period where the gravity kind of flip flops and all that, but I'd still be kind of worried a little bit when I wouldn't just drop the back and be like, all right, everybody kids get on out. Let's explore. Yeah. Six year old child. Come. We, we brought you on this adventure for some reason. You <laughs> Right. I mean, this poor girl because and I will Kong say, trusts her and so she has to be there or shit will hit the fan. Yeah, this true. whole, it, this it, whole it, movie is literally trust us, this will work. Like we're not going to explain it, it to you. It literally is. Like <laughs> we have a we somehow you just told us that when you went in to go and find the hollow earth that you ran into some gravity well that crushed your brother to death and immediately he's like, "Don't worry. We got a ship that will fly just We're fine good. in that and it's like right. how the There's fuck do you know this. like you've you've <laughs> literally never encountered a situation where you could test a vehicle like that how do you know it will hold up to that type of scrutiny like it doesn't that part didn't really make any sense weren't they worried in the last movie too about the radiation levels like the one guy was like well i want to have kids one day i don't think we should go any further look at the radiation levels and then this yeah. time they're like it wasn't even a mention yeah every Does- everyone that is within probably a 10 mile radius of Godzilla should have cancer yet. They'll oh, be hanging out right Whoa. near him and they'll be like, there he is. It's like, if you were right by his feet, your skin would be melting off. He is runs on radioactive dude material. Literally a giant nuclear bomb essentially. So yeah, he really should. And I, I, w- I wondered that myself, but maybe Godzilla's in his own little pocket of Hollow Earth to where there's just a bunch of radiation, because otherwise, how would all those plants live in Hollow Earth? I don't know. I'll, I'll give some of this a pass, because there's literally giant titan monsters just beating the hell out of each other in the city. And yeah, But that's more I, realistic I do... than Hollow Earth, I think. Well, yeah. yeah, I, I gotta say, though, I, don't I really enjoyed feel that like they that actually... whole thing was even necessary. You could have written a much better story and just kind of like negated oh yeah everyone assumed that like the whole way that kong would even get off of skull island because they made such a big deal in skull island about how it's damn near impossible to get to this island because of the horrible weather that surrounds it at all time everyone assumed that like he would have found a hole that the skull crawlers had crawled out of and gone through the hollow earth and popped out somewhere else but they were just like no we'll just take him on a ship and and we'll leave (laughs) like it's like yeah there's you like, all right guys let's go and then the yeah. whole like he put the axe in the ground and it made oh, some oh, conveniently shapes <laughs> right it's like radiation in and of itself there and it's, it's an atomic axe it somehow triggered something in godzilla to know to beam well, a laser his, beam right like, down one of to where his they were scales right yeah it's one of his scales on his back but at the same time you are right like how does Godzilla's got some senses, first of all. That man has got some crazy senses where he's just walking and then millions of miles away or whatever, he's just like, oh, there's some shit going on. Hold on, let me blast this hole in the earth real quick. Yeah, it's... (laughs) I feel like there is definitely a longer, a much longer version of this film. There is. There's a five... He shot five hours worth of footage. There is a five-hour monster cut. Oh, man. And if they ever release it, Matt will love it. I, you know, I'll watch it, whatever. But the, the part of the movie that I actually found made the most sense was they were trying to find Kong a new home because humans went in and they wrecked Skull Island, essentially. And so it wasn't habitable for him. So I was cool with that. I thought he but just couldn't be there I because Godzilla cool. was going to attack him. 
Well, they had to move well, him because no, he was getting he moved him off. He the was island. getting too big for the environment they had built around him. Oh, so I he was just going to wind up destroying yeah. it. And they they pretty much ruined it. Anyways. But yeah, like what and what about that dome I, they built made it like Godzilla sense proof? Like how could he not just sense that King Kong was there? Anyways, um, yeah, there's like flaws right. to that, but the action in this movie is so incredible that it kind of makes up for any plot holes it that is. are available. <laughs> Everything else like, is forgiven. The, the first sequence where they actually fight, I will forgive the fact that Kong was boat hopping and like they both stood on that ship and the ship didn't just crack in half and sink because if you have Godzilla and Kong standing on one aircraft carrier or whatever together, I'm pretty sure that boat's toast. Yeah. But yeah. It was it was great. Like Kong is chained up. They're like, you got to let him go. And then he like let, they're yelling at each other in the water. And then all of a sudden they release the chains, and Kong just gives them this nasty right hook. Where Godzilla is like, oh shit! It took him forever to release the chains. Kinda, it's like you knew you needed well, to do it. Yeah, because the, the boat got flipped upside down, and Alexander Skarsgård and all of his beautiful man self had to like swim and get the the chains released. And then Kong flipped the boat back. But there was a part in that where I really liked where Godzilla is just like smirking. You actually got like facial expressions from Godzilla. And I kind of enjoyed that because you never see that really in any other Godzilla movie where it kind of makes him more than just this mindless creature that just rolls around destroying other titans. Well, I think they've humanized Godzilla and King Kong more so in these movies, even just how they're built. It's like even though it's a lizard and a gorilla, they've made them way more human than they ever oh. had in the past. The opening shots, King Kong scratching his ass, walking around <laughs> yeah. with his lengthy, like, gray, grizzly beard that reminds right. me of Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon 2 for some reason. And he's taking a shower and he's doing all... I thought when he first took the tree, I thought he was making a walking stick because he's getting too old for this shit. But and then he, when he chucked it at the thing, I was like, oh, it's not a walking stick. Never mind. It, you know, they even, like, there's that scene. So we get to Hong Kong. Godzilla just takes the time out and blasts, like, this giant his you know his atomic breath down into hollow earth because he senses king kong up to some shit to which well there was some sort the of like character. ring there when he put the axe down it made like a godzilla looking ring on the ground that and then he just like yeah. freaked out it like triggered something in his brain why did you say that name <laughs> <laughs> why did you why did you get that ring i do wonder what their the history between the two characters kind of are because Again, King Kong was in his, there was that Kong statue in Hollow Earth. Yeah. And then he places the axe conveniently, which lights up the ring. And then, of course, we have the dumb human characters who think they're smarter than these gigantic beasts. And uh, I will say it was nice when the bad guy's daughter was trying to, like, fly out because somehow you can upload an energy source through, like, that's its own plot hole. But whatever. Yeah. She was and ridiculous. He checks to make sure, oh, my God. She was so annoying. Like, th what was her plan there? I don't know. But he makes sure that, like, the daughter isn't in the – or the six-year-old girl's not in there, and he just crushes it. And I was like, yeah. you, you kind of did that to yourself. Mm. And then, like, brush, brushes his leg off like he, like – <laughs> like spilled some coffee on his hand but his yeah, hand's on fire <laughs> exactly he's like oh gross yuck but then of course we get the the big final square down because kong like my man kong gets dragged through this movie he kind of gets his ass just kicked left and right by godzilla throughout yeah. this whole film and i found myself rooting for king kong too like i thought for sure i'd be like godzilla's gonna whoop his ass but then i was just kind of like wow i kind of hope kong pulls this one out somehow but it was ridiculous. Like you have in the last movie, like they finally convince Kyle Chandler, not Ron Livingston, you know, Godzilla <laughs> is on our side. He's helping us. And that 
whole movie, I feel like that's what they were trying to show was that Godzilla was on our side and protecting us. And then he attacks one facility and they're like, oh, he's evil now. We don't know why. We're not even going to try to investigate why. But don't worry, my 15-year-old daughter's got it. Yeah. The crazy (laughs) podcaster and the the 15-year-old kid with her, you know. Her friend who was from Deadpool 2. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. He he there's one incident and then it's all over the news that like he's no friend of mankind anymore and he's turned on humanity and it's like, rogue. Maybe you investigate that that facility that he right. attacked. Like it wasn't like he attacked and then kept going into the, you know, country and was just yeah. on a war path to destroy all humans. Like he attacked that one place and then left. Right. And, they even explain like we haven't seen Godzilla in three years, and then all of a sudden he shows up, wipes out this facility, and leaves. Yeah, you would think you'd be doing some investigating, not just we got to stop him now. And every plane just flies in Godzilla's tail path too. Yeah. We have you can launch missiles from however far away, yet you're flying like right next to this giant Godzilla who can just wipe you out. Come on, man. Yeah, so he can just smack you away. Just get out of here. Yeah. Well, they needed those. It, is, it was a little silly, but I did really enjoy the entire final battle sequence, and uh, I did like how I don't. Again, I don't understand how Millie Bobby Brown and them got into the little pit. Just that was like, it was hilarious because the podcaster. I always forget his name, but he was like, "It's a Robo Godzilla." But then we got that Suicide Squad moment where the the friend is just no. It's Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And you just, I just expect him to look at the movie, like look at us all, be like, wink. Yeah. I was waiting for like Millie Bobby Brown at one point to be like, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what are we, just some kind of Godzilla versus Kong? Let them fight. <laughs> it's, it was, that, yeah, that was just, they're just there for convenience again. But I, I did. Well, and they- all yeah. got to Hong Kong so fast, too. Well, they, they flew that bullet train through the middle of the earth, essentially. <laughs> I guess I didn't know that they had that. Because he's like, where's my daughter? Oh, she's in Hong Kong. Oh, I'm, I'm right there. No, you're in Florida. Like, yeah. that's, he got that's to not Hong a Kong fast, flight. though. Yeah. It is weird that, like, this movie, and sort of the last one, but I kind of hate when movies do this. It's still, like, supposed to be present time. And they're just like... We want you to ignore that all this futuristic shit just happens to exist for no reason. Now it's like you literally had like spaceships they flying did. through they... the planet that have like electricity fields around them, and it's like we don't have anything like that. <laughs> I mean, I guess we don't. Not at all. We don't have a three hundred foot tall robot dragon that we built either. So I mean, you got to suspend some that we know of. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah that we know of. What yeah. is the government hiding? <laughs> There was right. all in Area 51. We should have stormed it when we had the chance. I, I did say a couple weeks ago on the podcast that the Godzilla trailers were doing it right compared to, like, Zack Snyder always releases too much footage for his movies and he kind of spoils it. And he was doing it a little bit again with the Snyder cut. And I was like, look at Godzilla vs. Kong. They haven't released that much and it's like the perfect amount. But even then, like, this movie does move at such a fast pace and there is, like, so much that doesn't really matter in between mm-hmm. besides the fights like the fights are the major points that the trailer does really kind of tell you everything about this film except for the fact that mecha godzilla's in it but yes that has been leaked enough by that. different toy companies that everyone kind of already knew he was going to be in it so well that's yeah. the thing with falcon and winter soldier like there's already certain toys that have been 
that have come out that oh Alexa's talking. The, the toys just <laughs> ruin everything for us. It yeah, they sucks really do. Because you're yeah. right. This the trailers did a great job, and I in my mind I'm like, oh, Mecha Godzilla is totally showing up. That I probably could have guessed it, but the toys, the fact that they confirmed it, you're basically like. But why? Why yeah. would you need to do this? Can we talk about, though, the evil guy? Okay, so the bad guy, I remember, the only thing I know him from is he was the Mexican mob guy from Weeds, and he married Nancy. Mm. And uh, I always liked him. I thought he was a great character in that. But so he's supposed to be this evil madman that's like, oh, we have to kill the Titans so we can be, you know, at the top of the food chain again, the apex predator, you know, numero uno. And, and he's the bad guy. But how many people did Kong... And um, Godzilla kill while fighting. Oh, Hong Kong? Literally like, the entire population of Hong Kong no longer exists. Right. So maybe, you know, I mean, yes, Godzilla is really nice and and so is uh, King Kong and everything. But, you know, I don't want to sound like the villain where, you know, you kill the one to save the many. But they're killing a lot of people <laughs> fighting. And it's their fault. Well, I mean, right. it's it's all Apex's fault. They If they hadn't just started building Mecha Godzilla, like Godzilla would have been chill. However, now all of Hong Kong is definitely dead. Yeah, Maybe this yeah, is how they appeal to China. This is how they appeal to the Chinese market. They just wipe out Hong Kong and really just make all the Chinese government happy. <laughs> yeah, not since Man <laughs> of Steel have we seen a city get leveled like this. Like, even when Mechagodzilla yeah. did finally show up, I was like, Jesus, how much, how big is this city? There's still a lot. There's like a whole new city now. <laughs> like, there was like Don't no worry, damage. We moved from anything. this section. <laughs> like, right. We started in this section, and Godzilla and Kong, they're just like really ruthlessly just smashing each other's heads into these buildings and jumping off these buildings. And one of the really cool moments was after Kong used the, the axe and knocks out Godzilla, to which Alexander Skarsgård's like, I guess round two goes to Kong. And then, of course, Godzilla stands <laughs> I actually up like that. <laughs> I ain't hear no bell. And Kong's just doing his iconic, like hanging on to the, uh, the skyscraper there. I thought that was a cool shot. And then he just like dives off the top rope to tackle him, to which Godzilla just ends the fight right there and beats his ass. Completely. You know, what I actually really liked when they were fighting underwater and they like the boat was like ripped in half and they like pulled. I think it was Godzilla maybe pulled the boat down and you just saw like people like fly out of it underwater. I actually thought that was kind of Oh, cool. I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, because I was I was looking for it, but yeah, you see little people like flying oh. under the water, like going. I'm up just to the like, surface. well, they're all dead, and thinking how awesome it is that Godzilla and Kong are fighting at first, and how I'm like, how is Kong gonna fight in the middle of the ocean? I have no idea. Yeah, that whole but that did... whole water scene was extremely tense because yeah. you're just yeah. like, how the fuck is he gonna get out of this? Like, <laughs> he's gonna get drowned, right. and that like well, he was being drowned at one point. Yeah, yeah, like when the when the anchor got on Godzilla's tail. That was very like Jaws. Like the remnants of the boat was like the barrels from Jaws. You didn't see Godzilla, but you saw (laughs) part of the boat out of the water and then it went under. So you knew that he was diving down. And um, yeah, that whole thing. They're going to need a bigger. Well, it it also made you feel like, because I hate being in the ocean just because I'm afraid of drowning in the ocean. Yeah. And so for me, I was kind of like, Can you swim? Of course I can swim, but you know, I just irrational fear of watch too many movies where people get trapped in the middle of the ocean and die. You might get dragged underwater by a 300 foot lizard. Exactly. All of a sudden, like there's a giant lizard monster (laughs) with thick thighs, like just drowning me somehow. There is, there's one point where he turns in the fight and he does, he's, he's got, he's thick with two C's on the thigh. Yeah. Godzilla, man. That dude is (laughs) thick. And I like the whole Kong too, like after his shoulder got dislocated and they jumpstart oh, his yeah. heart again. 
with the with the like, futuristic ship that Alexander Skarsgård somehow runs out of and jumps off of Kong's gigantic body and runs away far enough in time. We'll ignore that, but he stands up and he just like knocks his shoulder back in place and he's like, "All right, let's go again." Yeah, he and then he gets his ass beat by Mechagodzilla. <laughs> But didn't he hit it against a building to like try to crack it back in? Yeah, place? lethal weapon stuff. <laughs> Again, he like killed yeah, like five hundred like more people that were in that building. I was gonna say there's like five hundred more people just <laughs> that were left in that building that just definitely died because Kong just knocked his yeah. shoulder back in place. Their and whole office. I, I will say that the the convenience again. I think what also bothered me about Millie Bobby Brown is they help defeat Mecha Godzilla in a way because the, the spinning tail, they're about to just snipe Kong. And then all of a sudden they spill basically the, the liquor all over it. And that stops his tail. And I was like, mm, I had a little oh, issue over with the, that. The computer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did enjoy how the podcast guy was basically like, wait, I want to hear his speech because obviously the head of apex gets wiped out by his own creation. Yeah. And then the emo Japanese guy also dies because they're using King Gaidira's Gaidira, I always pronounce it wrong. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, King Ghidorah's the head skull is basically the, like yeah. telepathy. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was badass. They were communicating through him to control Mecha Godzilla, but the power source became too heavy and uh, zapped him, killed emo Japanese man, and then also the creator of Apex died as well. And now you just have Mecha Godzilla out there doing his own thing, about to just he was about to use Godzilla's own like the way he killed all the other creatures just by yeah. opening his mouth and just yes. blasting down his throat. That was kind of badass. Yeah. 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 That was really cool. I really liked the little girl Kong's little girlfriend. Uh, I thought she did yeah. a phenomenal job and I thought it was a really cool addition. I did not see that coming that Kong had learned sign language. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, see, I thought that I had a feeling that it would one, because though. yeah, yeah. And- and I thought, like, how did they not know this before? Because when I saw, like, the little girl was deaf and speaking sign language, I was like, well, gorillas are known to speak sign language. There's definitely a connection there. So I was shocked that they were so shocked. And then she's like, well, he was he didn't want me to tell you. It's like, well, really? you've been playing dumb up until then. Maybe he can understand, but he couldn't sign back. Well, it's like you're a uh, research facility. Where the fuck were you when she was spending hours on end teaching this? 200 right. foot tall gorilla how to do sign language like you didn't have cameras hey, mom. <laughs> just gonna go hang out with king kong again don't mind me okay you have a great day i'm well, just gonna stand here and study plants and when he signed home though he also said it so it's like how much can he actually verbalize that they didn't get it because the one girl the the hot girl that was the bad guy's daughter she even said did he did the gorilla just speak yeah he did speak and he did sign language so clearly he's able to communicate but i knew that was going to be super relevant and i mean there was just no way that they were that would have been too much of just a random thing if she wasn't right. able to communicate with the gorilla yeah i really did I, like kong in this movie i thought he was fantastic like he was such a sympathetic he, character for you know a, a i didn't CGI expect character. to like him as much you know i really didn't expect to like him as much but i found myself rooting for kong every single time yeah well, and they well, made godzilla so vicious in this movie compared to the other movies. oh he yeah. looks meaner too i thought like i thought he yeah. looked nastier he looked very like rocky and stuff i didn't know like because again they don't really explain anything in this movie i was wondering if like that's just what he looks like now after um when he was all Going orange through everything. like when he was burning oh, yeah, in the last yeah, movie. Yeah. like did it like singe his skin and stuff because he looked very like charred mm. 
and kind of like he like did rocky but kind of to a point where like and maybe it was because i'm watching on tv and not on big screen i'm like i don't really i don't think that looks as great like i didn't think the cgi for that looked as as good but i'm maybe on a it, big screen it would have looked a lot better it did. I, I will say, I, obviously, you understand that there's CGI monsters fighting on the big screen. But on, on the big screen, like it did, everything looked pretty good for the most part. Uh, there was a couple of times when they're fighting, like yeah, it's obvious CGI, or whatever. There's characters, but both both Kong and uh, Mechagodzilla and Godzilla himself, they all looked really good on the big screen. So I would definitely recommend still seeing this on the big screen because you do get a lot of more of that detail and it looks really mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah, with how much it didn't drag. I, I will definitely go and see it again and see it in the theaters. It really didn't. Yeah. yeah no, it's the no, fastest, it did go quick. Like, yeah. They, hour they and cut out a lot to like, really just keep it chugging along. <laughs> I do wish that we got a little bit more of that final battle scene with the three of them all fighting. I know that there was a good amount in there, but I do wish there was just a little more almost. And I, I do like that Godzilla used his atomic breath, charged up the axe, and then Congress basically got his moment because he'd been getting his ass kicked the whole time and finally chopped up and cut off uh, Mechagodzilla's head. I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, what did you think of the design of Mechagodzilla? It's definitely better than the the Funko Pop is atrocious. Yeah. I was like, he better not look like that in the movie. He looks like shit. <laughs> I thought he was a lot leaner. I was expecting yeah. him to be more th- thick, but he was very lean, you know, and... It just almost in like a human type way, not necessarily like saying he looked like a human, but he was definitely a lot leaner than a I expected. little bit though. Yeah, he kind of moved like a human with a tail. Yeah, like I was expecting mm-hmm. to be very like bulky. Yeah, like that's he what was, I was so expecting. lean Robotic. that when he started shooting rockets out, I was like, oh yeah, he would have weapons on him. <laughs> like, I didn't. I for some reason that didn't come to my mind either when he started shooting the rockets and like the, had the propulsion. I was like, oh, that would make a lot of sense, I guess, for them to add that in there. But I didn't think that they would do it just for some reason. I don't know. Lauren, your thoughts? Mechagodzilla? I don't really have any. I didn't have any expectations. So I guess he fulfilled all my expectations because I had none. Yeah. So, he I moved mean, fast. He really he kicked did the shit fast. out of Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did like, I like the, that. the head ripping off because obviously that's what Kong did in Middle Earth with the one thing when they're like, well, that's disgusting. That's like his thing. Yeah. Yeah, although I liked Kong in the 2005 one with the T-Rexes where he'd rip it their jaws apart, their jaw, and you yeah. actually see him try to do that to Godzilla. That's like everybody's go-to scenes. move is to like open each other's mouths, either rip them apart or shoot atomic breath down. I'm like, damn, you got a lot of ruthless. Well, a lot of but, animals no, will do, do that, like especially to. like apes and monkeys. Like they they say, like a lot of apes, uh, once they hit their like teenage years, will just go crazy. Like as yeah. as docile and as friendly as they are as like infants, when they get to their teenage years and they're like need to so become like an humans. alpha and like show their dominance kicks in, they will lose their shit and they say the first thing they'll go for is your jaw, your lower jaw or your genitals, and they they will just try to rip them off. Because I mean, that's, that's the, the two easiest most... way for them to kill yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that doesn't make a lot. It's really primal. Yeah, in a yeah, it know, is very it is. primal, and. I thought Mechagodzilla's a, his atomic breath obviously was really dope. It was a lot more powerful because there's that scene where they're both shooting at each other, and then he just basically adds a little bit more to his Kamehameha. Or oh my god, I almost just messed up some <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha wave. He adds a little more to it. And it was like a lot like Godzilla that though. Down. It was like a, a Dragon Ball Z like energy blast clashing. 
Yeah, you had that. It, I thought it was just really cool the colors and everything like that. And then, obviously, I also really enjoyed how when Kong did beat the shit out of Mechagodzilla, that the oil got all over him. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of sim- like his blood. Yeah. I thought that was like his face at the end, just covered in oil. That was pretty dope. I really liked that. I was hoping he wasn't going to drink it. I'm like, oh, God, please don't let him drink like the oil. But he did not. So that's good. Yeah. Well, when yeah, he ripped his head off, I was waiting off. for him to like start trying to eat yeah. the, eat it like he did the other one. I was like, oh, no, this yeah. won't go well. Yeah. Uh, when that's you good. See him he knows Hollow the Earth, difference. He just rips that ones off and starts drinking it. And I was like, there you go. That's kind of badass, too. Oh, like Kong, so Kong's gross. a savage. He's a savage. And he does get his moment despite getting drugged through this whole movie. Yeah, how many? Oh my God! Can you imagine the amount of sedatives they had to pump into him? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, or how? How did they get the net under him too to carry him with the with the planes and helicopters? Because I, I if he was knocked out, like how did you get that under him? Or how did you roll him yeah. over? How did uh, yeah, it's how did it's all scenes like that. Like anything that needed like a logical explanation that was illogical, they're just like fuck it. We'll just skip right over that, and you'll just mm-hmm. believe that it happened. Like how Look, did we get him on, how did we get a collar around his neck and drug him and get him on like right. who the fuck picked him up and put him on the boat? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that too. Is there the a boat. crane big enough? And they're yeah. just yeah, I yeah. mean, and that's kind of smart of them to not be like, let's waste twenty minutes on some convoluted reason of how we got him into a cargo net or got him onto a boat or how is he going to get from the middle of the planet back up to Hong Kong? It's like, fuck it. Here's a one second explanation and you just roll with it. I'm cool with that because some movies, they dumb themselves down by trying to explain it. Whereas this one, it's like, look, you came here for some monsters fighting. We're getting to the monsters fighting and you're going to shut the fuck up and (laughs) let it happen. I was like, you're, you're right. I am going to just sit here and take it and watch these guys fight. Cause that's what it, that's exactly what I'm here for. But I guess so often they could quickly just, you know, one line, not even necessarily explain it. Like somebody could have been like, how the hell did you get him on this thing? You don't want to know. It it took a lot. You don't want to know. Like, just give us something so that Nanotech. we know that you know that this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and how he came up with that so fast. Like, they were like, oh, well, we can't, we can't turn the boat back on. What do we do now? And he's just like, how does he Can do he with fly? heights? And also like... How did they re-drug him? Because he was drugged again. He was asleep while he was in that cargo net. Like, was he just? Was it because he got knocked out? out though? Yeah, I took it as oh, he got his ass beat, uh, so he passed maybe. out. Maybe. But again, like, so I've worked around those helicopters and planes with my job, and there's no way those things are flying, like making it as far as they had to, especially to Antarctica. So in with unison, the cargo that heavy. <laughs> there's too. no way, no way at all, and. That was one of those scenes. I was like, "All right, you know, that's that's the kind of the ride we're here for." And that's and I, I got to say, I also appreciated Kong being like, "What is this snow, man? Fuck this! What'd you guys bring me here for?" <laughs> yeah, he was cold. <laughs> I, I love. Like, what is this, guys? What the hell? I feel like Alexander Skarsgård was kind of being a villain in that scene, but they didn't really try to portray it that way. But if you like look at his they, actions and what he's saying, it's like that's pretty it. fucked up. Like, well, yeah, that was my thing. Is first of all, they tried to make him look homeless and creepy, and I'm like, oh, you know, Alexander Scar. And then five minutes later, he's got this clean shaven yeah. haircut, but and he's dressed like McGruber yeah. for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I do. I am very curious. Was he originally written as the villain because of his intentions, or is that just? 
He's no, there I think they were trying to at all costs. Off. Does he just want to be in the hollow earth at all costs because his brother failed, I guess is kind of more of the things that they made it is he's not a hero until the end kind of, but he's also not a bad guy. He's just kind of, I'm a scientist. I want to do this for science purposes. Well, yeah, I think it's more of like he was made out to be a crackpot and he knows he was right. He knows the hollow earth exists, but everyone thinks he's just yeah. a lunatic and, and like making up science fiction. So he's like, no, like, fuck it. I won't stop. Like, we're here. We're doing this. Lie to that giant monkey and tell him his family's down. <laughs> like, like, I'm this close to being right and proven right. Get me down there. And then we we actually get down there, which I, I thought it was cool. He's swinging through. And then all of a sudden, Kong was like, oh, shit, down I go. And everybody just takes this plunge. And I'm not trying to. They, they brought this little girl on this plunge. They didn't actually know it was going to happen. Awful parenting, first of all, yeah. for the adopted mm-hmm. mom there. Awful parenting. But they, um, I felt like with that, with the Skarsgård guy, he was mean. He was nasty. But then he got like, he saw King Kong as being humanized a little bit. Like to him, this was just an animal and it was just science and he was doing what he had to do. And then when he realized like, oh, there's actual feelings involved here. There's actually some sentiment here. Maybe I'm not being, you know, maybe I'm being a dick. Cause I never really got the full dick vibe from him. I just felt like he was working with people that were not the best. Yeah. They kind of so, like that was another one I kind of saw coming. Like even though yeah. he's like yeah. a, he's like a, a sci, like a, he's like a college professor and like a genius. Right. Like with a coward well, thing. It was like, he doesn't science. know sign language. Yeah. Like <laughs> and they're just like laughing at him. Scientists more often than not though, they kind of, it's one of those too smart for their own good kind of deals where they're very smart and they inten- unintentionally come off as kind of snobbish dickish yeah. just because mm-hmm. they're smarter than everybody else. I thought that's kind of also what they're playing up just because yeah, of probably, science yeah. factor, but maybe, uh, maybe that's not at all what they're going for. Uh, I feel like there might've been a lot cut there too. I feel oh, like yeah. there was there definitely, definitely a, was. A, a love interest angle between her, him and, and Rebecca. Uh, oh, without well, a oh, doubt, and they had that there the was yeah. there was Family. definitely at the end when the three of them are all like kind of meeting up and everything kind of ends. You can tell that there mm-hmm. there was definitely some cutout on the cutting room floor. They they were at a love interest scene. Yeah, at least yeah. one or two. They're a happy little family now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about the very end because a for a movie called Godzilla versus King Kong, there isn't a ton of Godzilla in this. Like he really only shows no. up to kick the shit out of people and leave. Yeah, it's mainly Kong. Yeah. Um, but we do get to the end, and the whole story so far has been, like, we have to keep Kong safe because if Kong gets out, Godzilla will kill him because mm-hmm. he will be viewed as a as an alpha, which at some point it's like, well, if he's an alpha as well, like, he should stand some sort of chance. And, and everyone <laughs> leading up to this has been all like, oh, well, Godzilla would definitely kill Kong. He's just a giant monkey, and Godzilla. They give a, him a, no credit. Yeah, a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> and I was always to the point of like, no, I think he, Kong is fast and he's smarter, and he he could, you know, he'll stand a serviceable chance. But then I had the idea the other day that like, I don't think Kong could f- kill King Ghidorah. And Godzilla king, oh, killed no. King Ghidorah, so maybe like that's it's kind of one of those things. Um, I, yeah, no, he definitely couldn't. Um, but yeah, the very end of the movie, after Mechagodzilla has been defeated and Kong kind of like 
has that I'm too old for this shit moment where he sits down <laughs> against a, a building that was standing at one point. Um, Godzilla rears back up and they kind of like puff their chests at each other. And then Godzilla just leaves and Thanks. swims away really fast. <laughs> and then we see well, Kong, Kong like drop the axe. Yeah, it was some weird like respect moment. But I'm n I don't yeah. really feel like it landed as well as they wanted it to. It at least with me it didn't. It was all too quick. It happened too fast. It happened I agree. And then it was like you, they're trying to have like this happy ending where, you know, you see Millie Brown's happy Godzilla's okay and then other people are happy King Kong's okay and they all found each other really quick during this disaster. Yeah, it's because literally everybody's dead in Hong Kong, so there's five yeah, people. Exactly. Left. It's like this is such a happy ending for them. Their monsters are alive and everybody else is dead. And how many people are stuck under all that rubble? Like it's just yeah. ridiculous. Well and it also it, it yeah. is it was false advertising, like everyone said it would be. The whole oh, premise. You didn't get a clear winner. Yeah, the whole premise of no, every single did. commercial was one of them will fall. Like, and they King came Kong, out and was like, lost. "There will be yeah, a definitive winner lose. here." And it's like there was though. I guess. I mean, he didn't. I mean, King but he Kong didn't kill him. Yeah. No. Okay. But no, Kong definitely lost because there was that that moment where Godzilla's stepping on his chest and they're roaring at each other, and then Kong just kind of like fuck passes out and then his heart was slowing down and he was dying until they jump started it yeah no i godzilla do think that godzilla won. won but you didn't get that definitive like one's definitely dead or one bowed down to the other moment yeah well because probably because of, they're leaving it open for more stuff it's like a wrestling thing too though where like somebody can't beat somebody like wrestler a can't beat wrestler b but wrestler B will get beaten by wrestler C and then wrestler A yeah. will beat wrestler C even though he couldn't beat <laughs> that first. So it's like Godzilla couldn't no, beat Mega right. Godzilla. He was getting his ass kicked. But then Godzilla and that or but then Kong who couldn't beat Godzilla somehow comes in and kills Mega Godzilla. And then yeah, they just kind of have this like respect moment and then yeah, very fast. Godzilla, they don't even show him getting in the water. He's just in the water and gone. <laughs> no, he's gone. I was waiting Kong's for like, some I'm not getting like, put in the Truman show. I'm out of here. I was waiting handshake, for like a handshake, like, like, and yeah, fist, uh, like, like pound their chest at each other or something. Like, fist bump. Fist bump. Oh. Yeah. They, fist they like <laughs> meet in the middle of the ring and they shake hands old school style with like all, like when Hulk Hogan would always, or whomever yeah, would just yeah. always be like, all right, friend, we got to be allies now. That moment and said, like, Kong stands up, like, oh shit, here we go again. Yeah. And then Godzilla's just like, bye. And then you see him a half mile out in the ocean, and Kong's like, thank God. Yeah. And that was it. You're yeah, right. That, that was, was definitely it. it. And then the movie ends. See, before I saw fast. the movie, I did see a GIF on Twitter or something, and it was Godzilla and King Kong hugging. So I did kind of think like, oh, maybe that is a spoiler. I mean, I thought it could be silly. It could just be, you know, because you're seeing all these images of them fighting. Oh, this is somebody just saying, oh, they're hugging. But I did wonder if that was actually a spoiler to the extent uh, of how the movie would actually end. And it was. I was hoping they for didn't actually a, hug, but... a post-credit scene. There was no post-credit scene to this movie. Well, the they had basically they said the that they're wait. No, uh, yes. Yeah. So what... what they were waiting with this one. They came out and said that they wanted to, didn't want to put a post credit scene because they really wanted it to be organic. So if they continue this this monster verse, they wanted it to have organic ideas, not force anything. 
So basically they had no idea where to go from here. And they also, I think they were waiting to see How it does. the reaction, which $50 million opening weekend in the theater during COVID-19 pandemic mm -hmm. was actually pretty good. So we're going to get sequels. We better at least. The uh, Restore the Monster Verse is out yeah. there trending on Twitter anyways. <laughs> yeah, I am I am curious to see where this does and go. You can because up to before the release of this movie, this is technically the last Godzilla that Legendary has a contract for. Because yes. when they when they signed a contract, they only signed it for three movies. So technically the the rights are supposed to revert back to Toho now. Um I don't know if I mean money talk so i'm sure they could extend that contract or whatever but legendary even tweeted out the restore the monster verse so they clearly want to extend it and then if they do decide i feel like we're going to go to space like godzilla's not going to space but we're going to get some of his space villains coming down to earth in one way or another and then maybe we'll see kong again they'll team up for more yeah yeah that would that would be cool maybe some sort of there could also i mean they could do a kong movie set in in the uh, center of the earth some yeah. sort of there's you know other alpha that's uh, down there i feel like we'll get two solo movies before another big team up again and maybe we'll get maybe it'll ultimately end with destroyer That'd maybe cool. we'll see some of those other titans that bow down to godzilla that just vanished maybe yeah well i thought it was weird because uh the yeah the post credits for king of the monsters is charles dance finding the king Ghidorah head and saying i'll take this so oh, this, he that. doesn't show up at yeah. all in yeah. this movie. The bad guy in this movie has that head, but there's no Charles Dance to be found. So. Charles Dance is nowhere to be found. He just sold it and got his and left. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we don't know. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see what what the future holds for this because I'm down for as many as they want to churn out because I'm never going to say no to a King Kong or a Godzilla movie. Me neither. As a big monster movies fighting each other, I am 100% here for, especially give me more Godzilla because these movies seem to get, I know a lot of people thought the last one was better, but I mean, they seem to get more quality and really good the further they go along. So give us some more. I did like King of the Monsters better than this. Oh, really? Yeah, I hmm. did. I, I feel like, I think I like this better than... King of the Monsters. I see a lot of people saying like Kong Skull Island's the best one. I feel like that's like the weakest one. See, I um, I would say I would rank it like this movie and then King of the Monsters, Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla 14. And I liked Godzilla 14. I just, in that my rankings, that's how I would go. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate Kong Skull Island. I just feel like I think the studio stepped in there and the editing is very messed up in that film and the tone and what it was like reshoots were definitely done to try to like change the tone yeah. of the film because it's all over the fucking place. And like definitely scenes agree go from there. day to night, back to day, back to night, out of no, like for no reason. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? All this takes place in like this certain period of time, but they make you feel like it's three weeks long, long with how <laughs> much they change the, the days. And yeah, like you're, you're, you're definitely right. TV shows and movies all the time though. It's like that was the thing in WandaVision that they made fun of. They're like, no, mom, it's Saturday. No, it can't be Saturday. Your dad's at work. They're like, no, it is. And it's like they just ignore that stuff in TV shows and movies all the time. Yeah. It's like, how are you still like you were just yeah, none of that stuff makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another thing we're supposed to just ignore. 
So let's wrap up with some uh, quick final thoughts and some ratings here. Lauren, we'll start with you. What what was your overall thought on this? And what? we'll do one at one to ten. What did you? What would you rate 10. this movie? I'm gonna give it a six point five. Nice. That's not bad. <laughs> I yeah. I, it's not the best, but it's good and enjoyable. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I would go. I would say eight out of ten. Because like the the minor plot characters I didn't care about, but I literally showed up for monsters beating each other up, and that's exactly what I got. And so yeah, I can't hate that. that. And so I'll take eight out of ten for that one. Yeah, yeah, I'd 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 probably go eight out of ten, just because of the the plot holes that you can't help but see they're there. I mean, I love the way that they handle it by just kind of breezing past it fast enough to where hopefully you don't notice. Um, the mon every single right. monster fight I would say is ten out of ten. Oh yes. yeah, without a doubt. I think the monster fights were fantastic, which is why I put it above King of the Monster because a lot of those, like especially like that first Godzilla King Ghidorah fight, it just kind of ends for no reason. I mean, yeah. the one the the god the Godzilla Kong fight on the boat where they shut off the boat that was a little weird where they're just like, oh he gives up. Like go away now, and he's like, okay, I'll go away now. <laughs> it's like, why would play he just dead. get on the boat play and dead. bite yeah. it off? <laughs> the idea was kind of smart, though. Though, yeah, play dead, but it, yeah, that was a little too convenient. But I guess for me, I put more. While I did very much so more enjoy the fight scenes in this one as opposed to King of the Monsters, the storyline was just better. There was more, even though some of like there was more things that caught me by surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you wouldn't expect a Lannister to wake up a dragon, but uh, no, I, I enjoyed that one more. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We we thought this movie was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't disappoint in any sort of way. So that's that's the most you can hope for in a movie like this. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. I can't wait to have you back on. We'll, we'll actually dive yeah. into a movie. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your show and where they can find you online? Yeah. Thank you again. This was, again, a lot of fun. Can't wait to have you on ours. Can't wait to be back. If you're looking for us, uh, new episodes every week, search Hops News. We are part of that network where we do a couple other things. Really cool. We talk beer, comic book, movies, TV shows, pretty much everything. And uh, catch us, Geek Hops, on Twitter, Hops Geek News on Instagram. And thanks again for having us on. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Thank you guys yeah. so much. Yeah, man, had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, it was a, it was a, this was a good uh, good movie to actually talk about. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Let's see. It definitely was. We might have to have you on if uh, for uh, some Mortal Kombat action here at the end of the month. Hell yeah, absolutely. Sweet. When is that finally coming out now? 23rd. April 23rd, 23rd. Yeah. okay. I, I'm, I might try to see that one in theaters again as well. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see that in theaters. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't really care how I have to do it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Thanks again to Matt and Lauren for coming on. It was such a such a fun time. It's such a insight into the movie. It was really really good. Can't wait to get them back on here to do like a commentary or just talk about a regular topic. And we'll go on their show sometime. That'll be really fun. You can find this show on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. We are on YouTube. Just search for nerds by nerds and uh filter it by channel will be the first one that pops up we are on twitch quincy what's twitch uh the twitch is fnbn underscore gaming 
All right. And we also have phenomenal merch on our T Public store, tpublic.com forward slash FNBN. We will be back on Friday. Me and Tammy did a commentary for Double Dragon. So buckle in for that one because that movie is a steaming pile of shit. But yeah, I'm Josh. I'm Q. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Nerd you later and stay nerdy, my friends.
Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. Josh and Q here, coming back at you to do a lot of fun stuff today. We're going to be covering some news, do a little bit of the Be Kind Rewind, and then we'll be joined by Hop Geeks News to review Godzilla vs. Kong. I already pre-recorded that part, so 